Well, new research suggests that three times as many gay and bisexual men could donate their blood if New Zealand adopted rules like those of the UK or Canada. Associate Professor Peter Saxton is a lead investigator from the School of Population Health at the University of Auckland and joins us now. Uh, kia ora, good morning. Tell us, how do our rules differ to those in UK and Canada? Well, Morena, and thanks for having us on. It's uh, hopefully a landmark study for us. So um, as you point out, I mean, New Zealand needs blood donors, but currently in New Zealand, uh, men who've had sex with another man the last three months can't donate blood, and that's because of the HIV epidemic. But it is controversial. So um, we have more effective um, prevention tools these days. Um, we've got a declining HIV epidemic. Um, um, and some countries, like Canada and the UK, have shifted their policies so we've looked at um, that evidence and estimated what the impact of that policy might be here in Aotearoa. And so that evidence suggests what thousands more people would be eligible to give blood if we were in step with some of these other countries. That's right. So, so currently in the UK and Canada, um, they've made their policy more inclusive. That means um, that people who haven't had anal intercourse uh, with a new or multiple partners um, can now donate blood. Um, and importantly, that's um, those questions are asked of everybody now. So it's gender neutral. Um, and it means that gay and bisexual men aren't singled out. So we estimated um, what the impact might be. We asked very detailed personal questions in our study and compared that to the overseas policies. And we found that New Zealand could triple the number of gay and bisexual men donating blood um, if we adopted those policies. So um, in terms of the numbers, we could um, increase eligibility um, from 13%, which is what it is currently, to around 41% if we adopted um, the Canadian policy. Um, and that would mean potentially adding 10,000 people to the donor pool, which of course benefits everybody. Yeah, I, I suppose the issue is the safety aspect. So what advances have been made in terms of detecting HIV in, in blood? Well, that's right. I mean, the, the question our study wanted to answer was how can we make blood donation more inclusive, but also you know, keeping it safe. So looking at our data, we're confident that expanding the criteria will um, still be safe for recipients. Um, the new policies overseas that we're looking at, of course, focus um, new donors on those with no or low risk profiles. So this is a monogamous people, for example. And when we look at the UK, they've had two years to investigate the impact on their blood donor, donor pool, and they haven't seen um, an increase in um, new HIV in their donors. So um, that means if we adopted their policy, um, and because we have a better controlled epidemic than they do, we would be as safe as them and potentially even safer. So what happens with this research now in terms of actually any change being made as a result of it? Well, look, it's, um, we know the New Zealand Blood Service you know, wants to improve the policy. They want to do better. They're actually a partner in this research. So um, they've committed to using our findings to strengthen their own application to MedSafe to improve the policy. Um, and then also use our findings to, I think, help um, rebuild the relationship with the gay community because of that history of exclusion. Um, and thinking to the future, hopefully making sure that that experience of donating blood um, is welcoming and respectful of gay and bisexual men in Takatapi, who, of course, uh, haven't been very visible to them. So we're pretty excited by, about that um, potential, but we know it might take some time. So I guess um, I'm hopeful that in 12 months' time, we might see a major announcement by the Blood Service um, in time to celebrate Pride. 
Thank you very much for your time this morning. That is Associate Professor Peter Saxton from uh, the University of Auckland, the School of Population Health there. Just about some changes uh, suggested in terms of blood donation rules in this country to get us up to date with what's happening in the rest of the world.